0: Time for Puzzle Talk, the Geocache Puzzle Podcast brought to you by the Geocache Talk Network. And here are your hosts, Charles Watkins and Tom Brotherman. Take it away, gentlemen. Yay! Howdy, howdy.
1: It's going to be great. Uh, It's it's, it's, going to be
2: doable. It'll be be fun once we really get going on what we're doing.
1: Oh, no, you're gonna be yeah. great, so, fabulous.
0: We got a lot of people already on, so Ian, you got issues, buddy. You better get your laptop all fixed up there. So,
1: you better find you a power source.
2: Here, let's set them up with that.
0: Oh, yeah, let's get that started.
2: What's that it? say? I wonder what that could say. Hmm. We'll leave that oh. for a while.
0: Hey, look at that. We got the Gadget Talk people on. That's awesome.
2: Nice.
0: All right. Well, um, first show, uh, I won't be on that often, but I figured i will be here to welcome everyone and welcome our new co-hosts of our new show. I'm very excited to have these guys on. Uh, I won't spend too much time yakking, but I do want to say to both of them, thank you so much for being here. Uh, the coast for this show. I know it's going to be fabulous. I can't wait to hear and and learn and discuss, and it's going to be wonderful. Uh, the The show is going to be tremendous. They're going to get into what the show is and isn't. I won't get into that part of it, but uh, obviously if you're a fan of of the show, let us know. We've got... Um, we've got a, uh, email that you can email the guys at, and it is, if I can click on, hang on, let me take your thing down real sec. Just, just one moment. Oh, it's the ticker. Hang on. Let me change it. We don't want to be a ticker. We want it to be puzzle talk podcast at gmail.com. There you go. So, all right. Over to you guys.
1: All right. So, hey, Gary, thanks for having us. Um, we're looking forward to this show as much as you guys are. Um, and we appreciate you reaching out to both Tom and I um, for this. We are excited. And, and, the, and the money they sent, too, right?
2: <laughs> you oh, wait, check.
0: I only paid Tom. Dang it. Oh, oh, I'm man. sorry.
2: I wasn't supposed to say that, was I?
0: No, no, you're not supposed to talk about that. No, <laughs> um, no money for those um, guys.
1: So uh, let's get started with a little bit of who who we are as uh, your new hosts. Um, we'll just start off with some quick stuff, uh, who we are, when we started, our first find, first puzzle, um, favorite puzzle type, um, and then, of course, the always dreaded hated puzzle type um, so I guess I will start this off or Tom do you want to jump in there you you're a little more seasoned than I am I was like we could go rock paper scissors <laughs> um, yeah we'll send you go ahead Tom we'll all work. right
2: well let's see I for, I started October 6 2007 uh, got a cash in Kerrville, Texas It was a one and a half three. Um, Wow. It was a big, big jar thing. You know, I had no idea what I was doing. I was a whole group of people. Went home the next day, found like four more. I was hooked. I got my first puzzle as my seventh find. And it was a type of a cipher. It's been archived too. It was a three three. It was, if I remember right, it might have been an ammo can. And. Yeah, it, I was I was hooked from then on, and if I'd say my favorite kind of puzzle, well, I always like puzzles. I learned something on, but so I, I'd say from the start it was ciphers. Oh wow! I, I love ciphers. And
0: Jillie is liking your background. I wonder why. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Julie's gonna get one just like it, except for a different code on. You can't see the code on that one yet. I'm gonna have to do something about that.
0: Oh, the code on the back of it? Can you not see it?
2: No, it's blending in. Let's see if I can put my I finger where it's right about there. There's a code.
0: Oh, okay.
2: You've seen you've seen these
1: before. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, yeah, very cool. I know you guys are gonna get into some of your puzzles that you originally started with, which I think that you found, which is really cool. So look forward to that.
2: Yeah, my fir- my I put down my first three. They're very they're very different, the first three I got.
0: Yep. And we'll uh they're in the show notes. Um we'll put the show no- show notes up on Geocache Talk uh after the show and everything. I actually got Sundays I need to put on there too, but uh I did, I did Sundays. Maybe not. I gotta get both to them. Anyway. So yeah, um y'all can talk about those here in a little bit, because I think those are interesting, your first ones, but I'll let you oh, guys do I that.
2: Put, I guess I did put. I put down the ones I hate. Anything I hate rock pile puzzles. So I hate rock pile caches. Anything ends in a rock pile, i just forget it. I hate
1: it. <laughs> hate them. Um, all right. Well, I guess for me, I started um, April third, two thousand ten. Um, my first geocache was the virtual cache at Cadillac Ranch outside of uh, Amarillo, Texas. Um, we kind of cached around that weekend, um, for a little bit with my three kids. And, uh, then I went on like a 120 day slump and, uh, just decided, ah, you know, not going to get into it, kind of came back around to it. Kids came down to visit and wanted to do some more geocaching. So, um, picked it back up and it's been gung ho ever since, um, my first puzzle cache was um, the Fruitcake Company there in of course Cork- you can. Yeah, so which really, I, it, it's listed as a puzzle cache. It's well, it's listed as a question mark, an unknown type.
2: Yeah, it's, um,
1: it's really not a puzzle because the logbooks in there sitting on the counter inside the building. Um, but so my. And that was my uh, 89th cache overall was my first mystery unknown type. Um, My real first puzzle was um, I found in January 1st of 2011. It was called a penny for your thoughts. Um, It's since been archived, but um, that was probably my very first real puzzle cache. Um, You know, I really like math or science based puzzles. Um, I'm fairly good with numbers. So, um, you know, math and science-based puzzles, um, and then, man, the puzzles that I hate are, you know, usually you have to have some very special and limited knowledge in, in how to solve them. Um, they're usually a difficulty five puzzle. Um, there was one for forever in and around the Dallas Fort Worth greater Metroplex area that was a series of pictures out of a, like a repair manual for, Oh my, uh, you know, <laughs> whatever it was. Um, but they were pictures of repairs uh, out of a repair manual for a air conditioner or whatever it was. And it had gone years. It was the oldest unfound geocache in the Metroplex area. Um, wow. It's a difficulty five and ended up being, I, be, I believe it's archived now, but you ended up having to have the technician's manual on servicing this and repairing it to uh, be able to to find, to be able to crack the code for it. So well, it's really not something that I enjoyed doing. Um, I enjoy puzzles, but those where there's this, minuscule amount of the population that's gonna ever know what special information you need to solve the puzzle. I those are the ones that I don't like. I as a puzzle creator and someone who enjoys puzzles, kind of the goal to this is for them to be solvable at some level. Right. Um there's there's nothing wrong with a difficult puzzle. I, mean, I like a difficulty five puzzle but I want it to be solvable in the end. If it's not solvable or if it's only solvable by a minuscule amount of the general population, it really doesn't make that part of geocaching is no longer fun for me. So,
0: so Jesse's in the, he's doing the chat room tonight and Jesse put this one in his favorites are the ones he solves. So,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know that's everybody's. I've got a list now. Um, we, the state of Colorado, the GCCO, the Geocaching Colorado group. We had Zoom meetings all throughout quarantine, and would get in there and give tips or tricks on how to on how to solve a puzzle. They wouldn't necessarily, unless for whatever reason you needed, there was a picture in the just cash description that said that was hosted on photo bucket that's no longer there. And so therefore the puzzle in reality is no longer solvable. Right. We had previous finders that would give us the, the final coordinates, but that was not what the majority of that was about. And, uh, it, it was really nice. I got a long, a long list now of solved puzzles that, I need to get over to the front range in Colorado to find now that I have them now that I have a bunch of them solved um, and whatnot. So that's part of what this show is going to be about is we're going to take some of these puzzles and some of these ciphers and we're going to teach you how to solve the puzzle. We're going to teach you how to create a puzzle similar to that. Um, But our goal is not to give you just the final chords um, to a bunch of random caches across the U.S. or the world. But our goal is to take those puzzles, teach you how to solve them, teach you how to identify them. And then with that knowledge, you can go out and find some local puzzle caches, hopefully to you that you haven't found and haven't solved, and be able to solve them and thus go find them.
0: Right. You know, one of the things I think is going to be cool also, I know y'all are going to talk about all the different things you're going to do. One of the things also that I think is going to be great that makes this show, I think a little different possibly than other episodes of other shows or whatever, is that uh, we're going to do a second camera. Uh, Charles is going to do a second camera where, because there's times when you guys, I, I know there are times when you need to do a puzzle where you can't do it on your computer you've got to either print something out and mess with it somehow or you need to copy something down and work on it on a piece of paper i mean a sudoku is 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 sort of a cheap example i guess but you get the idea you're not going to do right you're not gonna do that on, on your screen you're gonna download it work on it on a piece of paper so i think the cool thing that what that you guys are going to do is be able to have that other screen showing what you're writing. And I like that the fact that, like you were saying, uh, Charles, the fact that you guys are going to um, basically do a mixture of things. It's not just a puzzle class. You know, you guys are going to do, there'll be some teaching, but there's also going to be a lot of, um discussion about um uh, <laughs> well, the way is blurred yeah
2: yeah i was gonna say we're not gonna teach you how to cross your eyes <laughs> no we're
0: not, no but i but i like the fact that this show is gonna do all these different things you're gonna have people on who are going to you know you guys are gonna discuss making puzzles and, and the the everything that goes around everything that surrounds it is neat. So it's not just going through a list and going, okay, this time we're going to talk about a cipher next week. We're going to do, you know, it's not going to be a straight, you know, going down a list of, of teaching. You're going to do a variety, which I love.
1: Yeah. And that's kind of the, the fun part about these puzzles is really the, the sky's the limit. Your imagination is the only thing that limits what you can create as a cash hider or a cash owner, um, or a puzzle creator. Um, and then, you know, as a person who's going out to solve it, it's, um, you know, what are, you know, you got to start thinking outside of your norm or outside of the box for what other people may have created. Right.
0: Uh, Oh, speaking of, I've got, re dicers on he's uh, he's our puzzle guy for our group i know you guys will talk about that one time in sometime in the future but um i don't know if you guys have somebody like this we have our little group that goes out geocaching and if there's a really if there's a puzzle past a one <laughs> hmm. difficulty i send it to jason and jason goes and figures it out for our group so is that okay should we all be signing it or should we all be figuring them out on our own that's for another show. So,
2: I didn't bring anything to drink. <laughs>
0: What's going on? Well,
2: I'll make it up afterwards. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. People are talking about Magic Eye. That's one thing I know. You all will talk about.
1: Uh, <laughs> yeah, and there's a there's a lot of fun stuff that you can do with Magic Eye. You can hide the coordinates in it. You can. Uh, and there's a website where you can go in and create them. There's also one where if you save the picture, um, and, and upload it in there that it will unscramble it for you so you can read what's in it. But there's, uh, there are several websites that, um, you can take it and create your own. And, uh, that's a really neat, um, way to make some of those, um, puzzles, um, Part of what we're going to do in this in in teaching you how to solve some of these puzzles is what happens when you get out to a multi-stage puzzle cache and all of a sudden there's, because I've come across this in Wyoming, where all of a sudden you get out to a field and there is a plaque bolted to a four by four post where somebody has paid a welder to weld braille onto a metal plaque out oh, in the desert. Wow. And it's not like you can just be like, I'm going to take that back to the house, <laughs> um, you know, or I'm, you know, so at some level I, you know, you don't always, and where he placed it strategically um, was a place that had very low sale service um, for, most of the carriers, uh, if you had Verizon or if you had AT&T, you were not going to have sales service where he put this plaque. So you'd have to take a picture of it, then go back home and, and solve it and then make a trip back out to the next stage. Whereas if you had a fundamental knowledge of what Braille was or how some of the letters or just the numbers, then you would have been able to solve it out in the field and roll on to the next stage. But there was a puzzle cache in Wyoming. Um, that was like a seven or eight stage and each one was a different style puzzle where, um, and he had the field puzzle attribute on it, but each stage was a different puzzle that you had to figure out how to solve it to get to the next stage.
0: Wow. That is awesome. Somebody I, mentioned uh, curiosity yeah. girl mentioned about, helpful websites to help um that is one thing i know you guys will talk about throughout the shows but you know you might do it you know there there probably be some exclusive website shows um i think one of the things that i think i'm gonna really appreciate is you guys not only just gonna go here's a link go find go go use it i think the key is for some of those hopefully uh that you guys will sort of because you're not solving people's puzzles. That's not the point of the show. Um, but I think you, know, you guys will show not only a website, but you're going to go, okay, you get into a website. Here's how you can use this website for, you know, how, it's, it's not just, you know, here's a fancy tool, but how do you use that tool? I think it's going to be, um, it's going to be key. And I I like the fact that you guys are going to do that.
1: Yeah. Just like being able to know how the puzzle works so that you can solve it. Being able to, just because we tell you this website and this website and this website are all websites that we use to help, you know, a visionary cipher or a ROT 13, or we'll translate it from Klingon to English. Right. um, You know, they're, you also have to know how to use that and how to um, identify what the puzzle is. So that's a big deal is simply identifying what that puzzle may be, um, you know, because in the end all of this is supposed to enter into some form of coordinates. Right. Right. There are keywords in puzzle caches um, it, you know, they're, Quizzes, ciphers, there's story problems that you have to work out. Math, again, foreign languages, whether that be Klingon or uh, German or French. Right. Um, You know, binary code and their bases. Uh, There's all kinds of stuff that you need to be able to look at it at some level, identify it. And then once you've got a rough idea for what it could be, then you go to some of these websites and start plugging some of this stuff in, but if you don't know what you're looking at and you don't know what you're looking for, it's like throwing darts at a board in the dark. You may get lucky and hit it, but chances are you're going to put a hole in the drywall somewhere.
0: Right. Is that um, so, Tom? When you first started, did 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 it feel like that a dartboard? And then do you feel like over time? you were able to sort of hone in a little bit or?
2: Well, I messed with the ciphers and I, the only cipher I knew how to do to begin with was a simple substitution stuff. And, and, you know, they had those in the newspaper here and they'd give you one clue. Well, I used to do those in two minutes without the clue. Right. You know, I, I knew about letter frequency and that kind of stuff. So I could, I would bet people at work, I could do it in two minutes for, for a Coke and, I usually got a Coke out of the deal, (laughs) Um, but when you got to, you know, at bash and all these other different kinds of ciphers that we'll talk about sometime in the future. Yeah. I didn't have a clue about them. So I had to learn how to recognize the different ciphers and, uh, you know, there was a learning curve with that, but now I can, well, I haven't seen a whole lot of cipher puzzles lately, so I'd probably have to relearn it, but I know where to go to look to relearn it. So,
0: yeah, that's one thing that'd be interesting, to, uh, and we really appreciate everybody on, being on tonight. We've got people all over the world that are on tonight. Uh, Kitty Catch is on Australia. We got you know New Zealand. We've got people from you know Canada. So it'll be interesting, I think, to see.
2: Are we upside down in New Zealand? Do or in, I think so? Our-
0: Maybe that's a yeah. Can you flip your camera over? And we'll, there, there we you go. go. That's much better. Australia. Hopefully that's better for you guys. Hopefully
2: y'all can see me right now.
0: That should be better. Thanks. Um, (laughs) I think it'll be interesting though to, to see, like you said, Tom, to see trends, Um, you know, and you guys, when you solve your puzzles from, then you, do you guys ever look to see the date to go, okay, this is a 2008 puzzle. Probably it doesn't include, you know, certain things. It has other, you know, I don't know. Is that something that you guys look at at all, or
2: yeah, the date's important because, like, when you get to I can't remember the year now. Is it two thousand five, two thousand six, somewhere along there? Before that time, there was not a two mile rule involved. Right. Oh. That's true. Yeah, and, and so, that two mile rule is very useful in solving a puzzle. Uh, my first puzzle I put out, uh, where I had it hidden, where I wanted it to show on the map, was like. 2.06 miles apart and a reviewer wouldn't let it fly. And I was so ticked <laughs> off at him at the time. But when I, the more I got into puzzles and solving them, I'm glad he stuck to his guns. Cause I, you know, I learned to understand why he did it, but there's one puzzle in San Antonio that shows at the zoo, which is, you know, pretty much downtown, right in the center of the County and the final is in the next county over. Oh, wow. like 30 miles away.
0: That's – wow. Yeah. Interesting. I don't know what's a – Burnt Turtles mentioned about logic grids?
1: Yeah, so that's the – those are math logic-based puzzles that um, – oh, let me see if I can find one because I was looking at one that um, – the other day that, was cool. by that
2: like this guy lives in a brick house and likes seafood and the next guy drives a truck and and drinks hurricanes and that, <laughs> yeah, that, lives that lives one or is it the one grid. where it's the, the grid you yeah, color in with numbers?
1: No, that's that's what we're I think that's what he's talking about, where you have to have where you have people over here and then color of a house they live in and their favorite yeah And down and so you depending on where the x marks are which tells you that uh you know john lives in a red house and drinks hurricanes versus susie who lives in a yellow house and likes margaritas right and so depending on where the x marks are in the in the grid coordinate back to numbers so
2: And if you get stuck, just go to Susie's
1: house. She's got margaritas. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Um, You know, there was one that I was looking at recently that uh, I kind of was going back and looking through my puzzle finds, um, you know, looking at some ideas for some of this stuff. And uh, there was one out of uh, East Texas by DJ B-Tex that was um, a, a similar logic puzzle like that that you had to solve. And, uh, you know, some of them I'm not the greatest at, but some of those, you know, you read through the rules over and over again. And as time progresses and you make a little notch here and you make a notch there, then it, uh, they all just kind of pan out in the end. (laughs) Time consuming if you don't understand how some of that stuff works, um, but definitely doable.
0: Right. Very cool. Um. Or you sub it out. Of these, do do we want to do we want to pull up uh, uh, of the of the guys you put in the 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 ones you y'all put in the um, chat room? Is there a particular one that you would like to just sort of use as sort of a discussion point? Um, Oh,
2: Go go, go ahead and bring that first one up. I I had
0: okay. Also, um, any GC codes for some good logic? I don't know how you guys how are you how you all going to handle. Uh, obviously, we're not going to solve any active puzzles. I guess um, I've got I got a, a archive puzzles. I guess are you guys going to look at some archive puzzles? I got some. I know y'all probably have some too that you could use for examples to sort of. Uh,
1: yeah, or- I've got some archive puzzles that I that I don't mind, and I've reached out to. Uh, some other puzzle hiders that I have, um, that I've solved their puzzles that when I went back in and looked at this and saw that, oh, well, that puzzle is now archived um, and talked to them, they said, absolutely, yeah, we'll let you, um, you know, use one of our no, not
2: that one. That one's just a traditional. That was my first puzzle, though.
1: Oh, that's your first. Okay, first one. I mean,
2: right. first, first find.
0: First puzzle is the Zubu, Zubu, boom? Okay. Sorry, I'll bring that one up. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Uh, let me pull that one up. But I think that's a good. Uh, I think that's a good idea, Charles. That you know we can do that. So.
2: All so, right. So on this one The the first part of the title I mean the first thing you look at on any puzzle is a title Right And the first part of that really doesn't have anything to do with the puzzle That was San Antonio first to find challenge number 14 And then Zaboom
0: Zaboom
2: And that might ring a bell to you Gary Maybe Charles might be a little young for it I don't know
0: Zaboom I'm drawing a blank.
2: All right. Scroll down to get to the puzzle part. Okay. Oh, right
0: there. Ooh. Let me do it. Let me do it like this so maybe people can see a little better. Okay. <clears throat> You've got <clears throat> UBI, N-U-B-E, V-U-B. It's a bunch of. It's a bunch of gibberish. There's a boom in there.
2: There's a boom, and there's a bunch of ubies, and (laughs) whole bunch of ubies, and
0: Doobies and zuberu.
1: reminds me of like Pig Latin. It's similar. It's similar. You got. We got.
2: But look close enough, and you can actually, even if you don't know what this is about, you can almost pick
1: out the. the Oh, there's a ub inserted into every. Yes. Word. So you need to take the really U- yeah every single word.
0: So like here's the word looking. If you take out the 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 UB. Yeah. If I take out the UB. L-O-O-K-I-N-G. Yes. Okay. You are looking you so it should read something like I never really watched the boom when I was a kid, etc., etc. That's interesting.
2: That's it. So this is based off a TV show that was on PBS called zoom. And yeah, I don't remember all of it, but they had this language in there and in, where they'd add ubies and doobies and all this <laughs> other to it. And, and when I saw that, when I first, you know, this for, like I say, first puzzle I looked at, I thought, I, re- I know I've heard it. I recognize that. So I started right. Googling stuff and, you know, and we'll have to teach you how to, you know, you'll hear us. Everybody who does puzzles. going to tell you Google is your friend. Well, they need to tell you a little more of that Google's your friend, but you really do need to learn how to search stuff. So it's Google. I'll say it for now, this way for now, Google will be your friend.
1: <laughs> yeah. In the end, <laughs> Google will
2: be your friend. And once I, uh, I mean that, it didn't take me 10, 15 minutes to solve that one once I got going.
0: So some people are familiar. So with food,
2: food. there you go. That was it.
0: Do you, do you say it with a French accent?
1: <laughs> oh, this, is, this is one of those, um, Gary, this is one of those archived. Oh, man, what's happening there? There you go. Oh. Oh. Is it for, for you?
0: It's acting a little weird, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. It's is freaking um, out. Um, Get rid of that. Um,
0: if you bring it up, though, are you, uh, you share the screen? But do it as you doing it as just the tab.
1: Yeah. Let me. Okay. Don't try, try this again. No problem. Uh, Chrome tab. Chrome tab. Yep. Yeah. Ah, there we go. Here we go. So that this is that logic style puzzle that um, was brought up in the chat room earlier, where oh. here's Wally, Wanda, Will, Winnie, and Win, <laughs> right? And they had to either drive five, ten, twenty-five, forty, or fifty miles, right? So distance driven in miles over here, number of caches found here. And again, caches found and miles driven here. And so there is a set of rules that gives you four rules. And so in the end, you got to know how many caches were found and the distance that they drove here. And this tells you that the coordinates, and this cache has been um, archived. Right. So, um, you know, but it tells you right here um, you're looking for north 31, 35. Wally's cash finds, um, and then Wanda's cash finds, and then, you know, this one's cash finds, and then Winnie's cash finds and Win's cash finds. So this is a good logic puzzle, um, you know, to to get started on. And this one wasn't terribly difficult. Um, I say that a difficulty four, terrain three. Um, a difficulty for, because the, the rules that they gave you here were minuscule.
0: Oh, right.
1: Uh, so you had to go back through them several times and, and, um, whatnot. But, uh, this was, a, a good puzzle cache that's, that goes back to that, um, logic puzzle, um, right. Base style cache.
0: Right. Right. Very cool. So, yeah,
1: a cool thing to do if you're
2: going to put one of those out is, is you know find one like that or find one that's maybe a little more involved so it's got more ant- stuff to it to make it easier. Change the, the the story up to make it your own, and then instead of the goofy names they have, use some local caster's names. Oh, right. Because, yeah, when you throw a local caster name in there, they kind of feel obligated to solve it and go look for it because, like,
1: They're part of the puzzle
2: now. They're part of the puzzle, so they have to know
0: what's (laughs) going on. That's awesome. Uh, I know one of the things that will be covered on the show uh, in different ways, many different ways, I think, is uh, something we talked about before, and this is something that happens a lot with challenges too, but um, I think of the two, well, of the one cash type, and this is, for another, this is for another show as well. Since there's no, there needs to be a puzzle, cash type. We're going to really lobby for that. Um, hopefully, people enjoy our new puzzle talk uh, logo. But um, of all the types, I think that the unknown, cash type, is probably the most misused difficulty and terrain. It's got to be, right? It's got to be the worst as far as DT getting it right.
1: Yeah. I mean, and and part of that is because it's completely subjective. What may be a difficulty five puzzle for someone who's not in the know, for you who may be in the know, it may be, uh, you know, done very quickly. Um, Right case in point, um, I'm working with a friend of mine from, uh, Wyoming and we are finishing the fix fizzy in North Dakota. So Zach Fick member of the show, right? Um, he has a difficulty terrain 81 grid in all puzzle caches. And so in looking at these, some of my my buddy was like, Hey, uh, you know, you go and and do the do start working on the hard ones, and I got to one that was his difficulty five, terrain two cache, and I opened it up and I looked at it and I knew exactly how to solve it <laughs> because the week prior in our geocaching Colorado group, we had gone over and showed people how to solve. There was one like this in Colorado and there were a bunch of us who didn't have a clue. Right. They told us, Hey, you have to use this website to solve it. Right. You know, you got to, there's a way to do this and we'll go over that style of puzzle, um, on, on a show. Um, uh, because I think it's, it's worth having a show, um, you know, or being a, a portion of a show right. and you know, how to solve one of those. But, um, it was just one of those things that I knew how to solve it. And had I not known how to solve it, I'd probably still be sitting here weeks <laughs> later staring at my screen, trying to figure out what is he talking about? The fourth bookshelf and the seventh shelf, you know, right? The, the sixth bookcase and the seventh shelf and the 23rd book and page 604. Like what, what is it? Right. <laughs> if you're in the know and you know how to solve it, that difficulty five puzzle just became a difficulty one puzzle because I knew. Right. Yeah. And so that is, that goes back to the the whole plan of the show is to teach you how to solve them and how to recognize what kind of puzzle it is. Because once you know what kind of puzzle it is and you have a rough idea on how to solve it. Right. The rest of it's all downhill from there. It, it becomes super easy to solve and figure out what the end of it is as long as you know. And that's the hard part. It's completely subjective. Right. And terrain is the same way. Uh, what is a terrain five in Colorado? Yes. Not the same as what is a terrain five in Florida or, somewhere. or Texas. Right. Yeah. You know, a terrain five in Hawaii may involve scuba gear. Right. Right. Whereas a Terrain 5 in, uh, you know, Oklahoma, more than likely not going to involve scuba. Right. <laughs> more than likely not. You know, more yeah. than likely. Could, yeah, you never know. So,
0: yeah, so Peace and Ninja points out something I know y'all will get into, which is the how much difficulty is in the solve and how much is in the find. Same with, yeah. Is the D the solve part? Typically, right? Is that right, Tom? Is usually the difficulties to solve.
2: I I think so.
1: That's that where I to put it, but and that's GroundSpeak's guidance on it after the moratorium got lifted, is that they want the difficulty level to be in in the puzzle portion of it as much as it can be, and the terrain in getting to and finding the the cat the actual cache itself
0: well that's more for the challenges but i guess it fits for both
2: it fits well even if the puzzle if i could have a d5 puzzle you know and an enigma cipher thing those are difficult sure and there's ways to make them hard and there's ways to make them really hard but it could end up being an lpc for the find. well the fine that's a one yeah. But the puzzle was a five, so right. I, could, I could, I would put the difficulty on that a five, and just write in the in the description that it's an easy find.
0: Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, it's too bad they don't have an extra D for puzzles. Well, they need a puzzle type. That's a whole other show. We need another difficulty. Uh, Kunda Buzz talking about the logo. Uh, yes, stay tuned that, for stay, stay tuned stay tuned on that one on the on the geo coins so but yeah i mean i think that i like your idea tom that you want to maybe provide some information and you know you, you guys also in this thing I'm, another thing i'm very excited about is hiding puzzles i mean i think people that get to the point where they're kind of got a, a little bit of a feel for it i mean i've hit a few but I think that there's more. There's more to it, and I think that I think you guys will be such a great help to making sure that uh, people put out quality puzzles.
1: Yeah, and there's and like Tom said earlier, there's absolutely nothing wrong with you taking a puzzle and you know from somewhere else and making it your own and. Uh, you know, adding your own personal flair to it or changing the numbers in the storyline to fit your home coordinates for where you're at. Um, you know, there's, there's all kinds of stuff. And uh, I would never, I, I say this, I would never, I say this because I just did it and published a cache like that. That was a, a terrain five um, puzzle cache that um I actually found the cache in Kansas. Straight up, just copied the picture off of it, changed some stuff, published it, and you know, lo and behold, um, you know, it's it's a brand new puzzle here that nobody has seen. You know, and right. so um, that's the fun part about this is that you can take these puzzles once you figure out how to solve them. And therefore, backwards engineer how to create them. You can take them and start placing your own local puzzle caches. Um, You know, I got a message the other day from a guy four thousand miles away from me in Europe, who he just goes through and picks a puzzle cache. um, You know, a newly published puzzle cache every day and works on it till he solves it. He sent put a, a write note on my puzzle cache and said, Hey, thanks for the great puzzle. I enjoyed solving it though. I'm 4,000 miles away and probably won't ever get to find it, but I enjoyed solving it. So thanks for the puzzle.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
1: I do that a lot.
2: You know, there's nothing else to do It's raining outside or something and don't want to watch the same movie on TV for the 15th time. I'll just pick some portion of the world and pick a, pick a puzzle out of it and try to solve it.
0: You know that's. Uh, I think that's a. You know, I, I know a lot of people that get into puzzles do that a lot. Uh, I think that it's it's something I think that'll it'll occur for others as time goes on. I think, and for me, I think it eventually. I don't think I'm at that point yet, but um, I I hid one recently. I I was kind of I felt good about. I think that's something that I think a lot of people who do or getting into puzzles is that they you probably want them to kind of start to do both a little bit. I mean, I, I think that it, in my opinion, it helps if you really want to design one is to think through after you've done a few is to is to design one or cr- create one and see what people think of it. I mean, I guess you'll get different reactions from from, from folks is if they like it or not, but
2: well, you know, the absolute easiest puzzle anybody could do is just make a multiple choice quiz. Right. And I would say most of the people that watch this show at some point in their life has had a job where they had to know things and they could make a puzzle out of what they did for a living. Sure. And the rest of us would learn something. So it'd be kind of you know, I like those kinds.
0: Um, yeah, Direwolf is a good question about with the percentage increase in puzzle solved, people being home a lot more.
1: Uh, yeah, um, I can tell you that for me, um, my I have and, and I by no means am, you know, the, the greatest at this, um, but I have solved three hundred and sixty five. Puzzle caches that I have actually gone out and and found.
0: Wow, like a three sixty
1: five. And so, but my list of solved puzzles that I have from sitting at home and doing these Zoom meetings and learning how to solve some of these other caches and puzzles, um, I've got what a list of seventy, almost eighty puzzle caches that I've solved the puzzle to, that I haven't found them yet, but. You know, so I'm sure that uh, you know that number has increased dramatically for a good number of cachers. And if it hasn't for you, as a cacher, we're hoping that maybe this podcast will help you get into that to where you then have a list of puzzle caches that you have solved but haven't gone out to find yet. So
0: I like that <clears throat> I like the fact that people are passionate about certain things and they put them into puzzles. Um, Is that something that you guys think is necessarily a good thing to start with as far as creating puzzles or, I mean, what, you know, April mentioned about do questions about your favorite movie. That's kind of a, a neat idea, I guess. But if I'm not a fan of the movie, I guess I can work through it anyway. I mean, is that, I guess you have to kind of keep that in mind, right? That you don't go too far in the weeds with stuff, or do you just?
1: Yeah, and uh, there's some, you can make puzzles out of, like, pop culture stuff, right? So, Miss Pac-Man, old Atari video games, um, old, um, you know, stuff that is cult classics that's Defined as cult classics or falls into that pop culture category, uh, you can turn some of that stuff into puzzle caches. Um, I've I've had a puzzle cache that got denied because it was based off of sodas um, and was based off of recent sodas, and oh. so Groundspeak was very eat quick to say, "Hey, we don't want part of that because of copyright infringements." Oh, so in creating some of this stuff, you can do that. um, But you have to make sure that it falls under some of the guidelines that there's no promotions. um, There's no uh, copyright infringements. And some of that stuff falls under the pop culture category. So you wouldn't be able to do, um, you know, something based off of the brand new Bill and Ted's excellent adventure movie that's coming out, but you probably could the original one from the eighties right so Princess Bride yeah oh yeah love the movie
2: there's a geo art just east of us in Seguin that's about 25-30 miles east of me uh, that's all based on old movies old sci-fi movies oh cool where it shows a picture and you've all you get to do is identify what movie it is from the picture
1: oh wow yeah. when you put it in the certitude it gives you the gives you the coordinates and a cl- and some of them give you a clue where to find it Yeah. So I've done a couple of geo arts like that where they were all puzzles and you had to put in um, the name of uh, whatever it was. They were cartoons from the 80s and you had to put in the character that was in the cartoon picture and put in their name. You got an answer to in the certitude that gave you the coordinates for it. So, um, you know, again, the, the possibilities are endless.
0: Um, Sherry mentioned one about she's about a uh, puzzle run but it's images only no found logs that was published in 2017 that's interesting
1: um, the oldest unfound puzzle cache in the world was recently found it was recently solved and found it was in Utah and it was GM, GMT 2 Colon, it's all Phil's fault, <laughs> and and it's a the puzzle the story on that cash page is just amazing, right? It talks about um, you know pickles and this <laughs> fictional, um, you know this fictional group of uh, vegetables that are you know cloning some mass war somewhere. And it was really a cool read trying to decipher what the puzzle was in that story. Right. Um, I, I still am. I, I haven't gotten anywhere with it. And I, I've looked at it several times, um, but it was recently found. I believe it was published in 2008. Right. So it was a 12-year-old puzzle cache in, in Utah, in, in and around somewhere in the greater Salt Lake area. Um, but it was, um, it was on my unfound, you know, my, I've got a list of, um, unfound geocaches that goes all the way back to 2002 or 2003. And right. that, that was at the time was the oldest unsolved puzzle cache in the world recently was solved and found. And the guy who found it said that it was not easy for him to whack through, the full layers to this <laughs> um, you know but in that you know gives you clues on how to solve it there are all kinds of and and owners of puzzle caches are dubious in how they give you clues to uh, solve their puzzles um, you know they, they'll have a clue in the title they'll have source code hidden in the background they have a hint that at the time you might think, well, that, that doesn't help me any. But in reality it will once you figure out how it helps you. Um, oh wow.
0: Ugh, yeah.
1: You know, crazy. They, they may put white like text on the cache page that you can't see unless you highlight the entire cache page. Right. Um I like and, those. That's easier. Uh, <laughs> you know, my,
2: my favorite that, puzzle was part of that first to find challenge thing. And um, I worked on that thing probably a year and a half before I got it figured out. And it was a series of questions and you could answer all the questions and get a number out of everything and you get coordinates and it puts put you in the middle of a lake and a and guy wrote on the page, this thing is nowhere near around anything to do with water. And so I asked the CO, I said, you know, I've worked on this, give me a hint this is probably six months or a year to into it where I'd asked for him. And he says, all right, I'll give you, I'll tell you says the questions have absolutely nothing to do with the puzzle. Oh no. And then he came right back with, and the questions have absolutely everything to do with the puzzle.
0: Oh no. (laughs) And
2: I'm like, what kind of crap is that? Well, when I, a year and a half later, when I solved it, what he told me made absolute sense. It was a perfect clue.
0: Yeah. Wow. Um, this is going to be good. I, I, I can I can already tell this is going to be a fascinating ride, an enjoyable ride with you guys. I can tell.
2: And I can tell you right now, neither one of us we can't solve every puzzle that's out there, and and that's not our goal to teach you to solve every puzzle. It's just to teach you. How to get started, how to look at them and get going. Well, I I don't know them all.
0: Yeah. I think the good thing, too.
2: And I was, it makes it fun, too. Yeah. Uh, There was one um, I was looking at, could not figure this thing out. And my wife, we were still dating at the time. She's sitting on the couch. I said, Come over and look at this puzzle. Can you solve this? She walked over, looked at it for about three seconds, said, Yep and turned around and went and sat down. and I thought, Well, I'm not going to say what I said because it wasn't very nice. But, <laughs> but, awesome. you know, it was like you had mentioned earlier to her, it was easy. And to me, she had to explain it. And when she explained it, I saw, okay, because they did this puzzle with, with letters. If they had done it with numbers, I would have figured it out and probably pretty quick. But they took something simple, changed it up just a little bit. and Yeah. It went from easy to whoo, way over my head in a heartbeat. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, I think what's going to be great too, is it's not just solving them or, or, not, or not just the help, it's also the stories. I think the cool, the cool thing we're going to be able to hear is, is, is all the difference as well as obviously helping everybody solve, but also we're going to hear some great stories about puzzles and what happened and, you know, and and different things, I think it's going to be neat to, uh, to hear the, 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 tales as we go. So, um, all right. So you guys want to, uh, we can start wrapping up for the night. What, uh, uh, when to phone a friend. Yeah, there's gonna be some good, there'll be some of that too. I'm sure. So, uh, but
2: uh, I, I do that. I still do that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, you, the the, uh, magic guy stuff. I don't do that. I have a friend that's not a geocacher, right? I, I, so here, look at this. Tell me what it is. Cause I, I can't, I can't do them very well. Yeah. Um,
0: so obviously we have a lot to look forward to. What are, what are some of y'all's final thoughts as we kind of start to wrap up for tonight? The hour went quick.
2: <laughs> it, did, it does go quick. Um, if Google's not your friend, it's going to be soon. Um, and on any, you got to at least look at it. When people tell me I, I hate puzzles, I don't even look at them. Well, you're not going to learn anything on them unless you look at them. And you may look at it and go, oh, this is the easiest thing there is. All the rest of it may be hard to you, but that one puzzle may be, you know, if it was something about accounting, I couldn't, I couldn't answer anything. But if you were an accountant for a living, then
1: you'd say, oh, well, this is easy.
0: Right. Charles?
1: Uh, you know, it's uh, start easy. If you if puzzles intimidate you find the difficulty one and a half, the difficulty two puzzles, start with those. Find something that you're familiar with. Right. Um, if you find one that the name of the cache is easy as pie and pi is spelled P-I, then you probably have a good feeling that that's going to be a math based three point one, four, one, five. Right. Right off of the number pi, right? So find you something that you're familiar with um, and go from there. And then another thing, along with that two mile rule that Tom talked about, is know your local Latin long, right? Right. Yeah, that's pretty good. For me, I live at North 38, West 107, right? So if I find just an absolute random puzzle and I'm going through there trying to do this to it, do that to it. And all of a sudden I come up with an n 38 I know that at some level I'm on the right track and I need to keep going. Right. That same train of thought throughout the rest of the puzzle. Uh, you know, the cash owner may throw you a curveball there in the middle of it somewhere, may not. But start easy. Start with something that you like or at least a fundamental thought that I know something about this. Right. They have puzzles based on history, presidents, vice presidents, presidents. Um, you know, math, find something that you kind of got a niche in and and then, you know, know that in the end, you need to come up with North and West or South and East coordinates, depending on where you're at in the world. Sure. And know that you have to be roughly based on the date of the puzzle publication. You got to be within two miles of where that icon is on the map. Right. It gives you some starting spots on where to go and, Like Tom said, we don't know all of the puzzles. I don't know how to solve all of them. I'm still working on some of Fix, Fizzy's puzzle caches to get there to all 81, but I'm working on them. And the other thing is, don't be afraid to send a cache owner uh, a message and say, hey, I've worked on this cache. This is what I've got so far. Or this is I've tried this and I've tried this, but that's not leading me. You know, can you throw a dog a bone? Right you never know. They may be willing to, I'd be willing to, if you showed me that you put in decent effort into one of the 13 puzzle caches that I have published, right. Put in decent effort to try to get to the end and you're coming up a blank. I'll throw you a bone. I'll lead. I'll lend you a hint, an additional one. Right.
2: Yeah. And when you ask, tell me what you've done and what kind of rabbit holes you went down I'm going to take that and run with it and make a whole nother puzzle out of it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's excellent. Yeah, absolutely. So I, you know, we'll get into some of the, some of the weeds of, of what we use to solve some of these, uh, you know, in, in a couple of shows down the road, but it's, it's, you know, start easy, start with something that you like, or that you have knowledge based of. And, and if you can't figure it out, you know, phone a friend, ask a previous finder for a hint, maybe, Um, ask the, reach out to the CO.
0: Yeah, that's all. Yeah. Those are great. Um, Yeah. uh, Yeah. uh, Francis talking about the certitude. We'll get into all those as well. A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff to cover, but um, I love those. Love y'all's suggestions. Uh, This is going to be great. So um, you guys will be back on with uh, we'll talk about uh, we'll get the topic because I ask for a bay what
2: hot dog we didn't get canceled after the first show. No,
1: you're you're still good. You're still on. We got, we got renewed continues. The season continues. Yeah, we're looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to being back next week and working through some more of this stuff. Yeah. Um and working over like the tools that you use for what and um you know I've got Um, I've got a couple of these that I had created for me. So if you haven't, if you haven't found one of these in the wild, I've dropped some of them off, um, in and around Mingo. So, uh, you know, but uh, (laughs) uh, we'll be doing some puzzles, um, on later down the road so that people can win some of these. So it'll be be a good time. Um, so we're looking forward to, to it.
2: Yeah, so I just looked at I just looked at Mingo the other day, and there was a puzzle right close to it. Uh, there is cash, Cashopoly.
0: That's right, Cashopoly. I've seen that. I,
2: I, there you go. There should be one of those in there because I know how to solve that one.
0: There you go. Yeah, um, yeah. There's gonna be a lot of cool stuff. Uh, as you mentioned, swag. We're gonna we'll be adding um, we'll be adding swag as as time goes on. We'll have games, puzzles, giveaways. We're gonna do a lot of cool, a lot of cool stuff uh, as time goes on. Have on, I know you guys will have a few guests on as time, you know, not just topics, but we'll have some guests uh, on as well. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be neat, and uh, hopefully, uh, once this the world kind of everything calms down a little bit as far as uh, Mister COVID, uh, hopefully we'll have uh, some uh, events where we can have uh these great two fine young men young these two are looking around
2: it, it, young uh, these, okay.
0: two, these these two clowns uh above me on the screen uh can be there uh for for events a lot of a lot of fun stuff ahead so uh again uh thanks everybody and um Yes, Charles is closed. Uh, that's a that's a that's a good sign. Good start. <laughs> Your John COVID go home. Uh, <laughs>
2: excellent. Yeah, that's a nice shirt you got on there, Gary.
0: Thank you, sir. I, I'm glad y'all noticed my
2: my shirt here. It's 223.
0: Uh, I'm Mister 223. That's not a puzzle, but it was a challenge. But uh, you know, that's probably for another show somewhere. Uh,
2: I'm number sixty-seven.
0: Time, yep. And Charles is
2: fifty-seven.
0: Fifty-seven.
2: And hey, you know what? You can make a puzzle out of all those names and numbers. <laughs> there you go. You, you sure could. So all right.
0: Um the the calendar, in case you it's every puzzle talk is every second and third Tuesday. I know it's weird. It'll be, it'll work. And if, but if you're ever confused on where, um, is, um, is part of that, um, go to the geocache talk website
2: and there's a calendar. Yeah. I was going to say there's a website in there. It's got all that stuff on it. Right.
0: Go to geocache talk.
2: Don't try to remember the dates. Just remember the website.
0: Just remember the website, go to geocache talk. You will find, uh, the calendar and you can find when puzzle talk will be on. They'll be, these guys will be back on next Tuesday.
2: So the, the, the first the first Tuesday is gadget talk, right? Second Tuesday is us. Yep. Third Tuesday is us. Yep. Fourth Tuesday is gadget talk, and Correct. fifth Tuesday is to be announced at some other time.
0: We don't know. It could be anything.
2: It, it could be.
0: Could be more more puzzle talk. You never know. All right. Well, here we go. Thanks, everybody, and we'll see you guys next Tuesday.
1: All right. Good night, everybody. at all.